1: This week's episode of Castaway is a special one as we welcome our first ever American guest to Castaway. Yes, we have gone international. It's the one and only Lance Bass. Now, Lance is an incredible singer, actor, producer and podcast host who rose to fame in, you know, a little band called NSYNC. Yeah, you may have heard of them. Lance's honesty really shines through in this conversation as he shares how being open about his sexuality in 2007 has led him to feel the happiest he's, he's ever felt today. As always, we, we talk about podcasts, all things podcasts, including how hosting The Daily has taught Lance the art of listening, why he tunes into podcasts on the treadmill, and how he gave Hollywood starlet Anna Faris the inspiration to launch her own podcast. So now, on to today's show. It's Lance Bass. Lance Bass, how are
0: you? I'm doing good. How are you doing?
1: Good. Welcome to London.
0: Thank you very much. It's nice to be back.
1: How's your London experience been? It's a bit chilly at the moment. It is
0: a little chilly, but I appreciate it because we, you know, I live I in Los it. Angeles, so it doesn't really get cold there. So I, I miss the seasons. Yeah. And especially when it's the holidays, which is my favorite time. So I like to be a little chilly.
1: I love your optimism. Like, that's the American optimism. I appreciate it. I'm like, I'm bloody are we cold. we optimists in America? No, actually, maybe not. But compared to Irish people. Yeah, First and foremost, I want to talk about the fact that you've got a podcast. I do. Welcome to the podcast family. I know,
0: it's so nice, you know, for years I had one at SiriusXM, not a podcast, yeah. but a radio show, but to me, I mean, it's the same exact thing. I yeah. love being in front of a microphone, and for years after that show, there was so much going on in the world that I'm like, "Oh, I want to talk about this. I need to talk about this." So, I've started up my podcast, the Daily Popcast, uh, which has been a lot of fun.
1: And like I know you you know, you had the radio show beforehand, mm-hmm. which was daily.
0: Yeah.
1: How are you coping with a, a, a daily podcast?
0: You know, it is it's easier than my XM show yeah. because the XM show was a two hour live every day mm-hmm. drive home. So it really kind of interrupted a lot of my life. You know, <laughs> how was, dare
1: work get uh, in the way of dare, living, yeah. Lance? Uh,
0: but there were so many projects that I could not really focus on because I had to be somewhere every day at 3 p.m. And that's why I had to kind of, you know, stop. And I, I, I focused on other projects at the time. But now it's so great because I do it from my house. Uh, I do it around my time. Mm-hmm. There's no, you know, clock you know ticking for me to do one. Uh, and it's, it's great. It's worked out fine.
1: And it's 81's an hour, because we talked mm-hmm. about actually on this podcast before, the New York Times have the daily one, which is a great one to listen to in right. the morning, to kind of keep you up on what's happened in the yeah. world.
0: and that's why we created this one, because of that one. We're like, okay. Really? Yeah, because we were wondering, why is there not a daily entertainment news mm-hmm. podcast? And uh, I'm like, okay, we'll be the first one. Why not? Did you hear? Oh, yeah, he knows about that. Is it gossip? No, he doesn't talk
2: was a Daily Podcast.
0: Popcast. It is me, your host, Lance Bass. This is the Daily Podcast where we bring you the biggest entertainment news of the day. And we say the day because it happened today.
3: I heard it on the Daily Podcast. That's right.
0: All right, guys. And again, please, uh, if you have any uh, subjects you want to talk about, uh, at the Daily Podcast on all your social medias. Did you say
2: this was a Daily Podcast?
1: first time I've met you but Uh obviously like I know you from your huge career from listening to the podcast I'm going to go back and sync days and chat because I have to let's do it but um but from the podcast what I love so much is I kind of feel like I know you because I kind of feel because when you've got different guests you've got friends on there that I'm kind of eavesdropping on a conversation even though you're talking about entertainment news it is like friends just having a chat
0: it is and that's what I wanted to create I you know me and my friends all we do is talk like that, you know, to just talk about what's going on in the world. And it's always a lot of misunderstandings. That's what's so funny about me and my friends. Uh, we all hear something different. <laughs> and, we, and we try to explain it to each other like, no, that's not what happened. So yeah. it's funny for us to you know try to get down to what really happened mm-hmm. in the world. And so we just I wanted to capture that on my podcast and get the entertainment news of the day out.
1: Do you find because there's different people with different opinions as well? Have you had a few clashes on your show?
0: Not Difference really. Difference of opinions. Um, I mean, only with my husband. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's fine. We that's like life. to have fights and stuff. But uh, no, I, I it's when I started this this show, I didn't even think I'd have guests on. I was just going to be me and my I call them my peanuts and my friends, you know, yeah. on the show. But then. Uh, I just all these guests started coming on the show. So I mean, I, I love it. And it's fun. They get to add to to the show. But I never really thought about, you know, bringing on celebrity guests uh, every day on my show.
1: You have this incredible energy when you're when you walk into a room and uh, I'm, you know, you started off in Biggest band in the world, uh, NSYNC. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And you must have, you've probably been everywhere in the world. You traveled everywhere in the world. But now, you know, you've got so many different parts to to who you are between acting, between doing the podcast and having your own voice. Do you feel Lance right now is the happiest Lance has ever been?
0: Oh, 100%. It took me a while to get to where I am today. You know, uh, when I was within SYNC, you know, I was hiding a huge part of my life. Mm -hmm. And It really changed the person I was. Uh, You know, I grew up very outgoing and just kind of crazy kid. But then once I got in the group, people started watching me. And that scared me because I'm like, oh, no, they're going to figure out who I really am. So I look back at all those interviews with NSYNC. And that doesn't even sound like me at all. So you know, as I was able to become myself, uh, I got my personality back, and uh, I yeah, I feel like I am the the person I'm supposed to be now.
1: I was working with Westlife, mm-hmm. Irish band, this oh, week, yeah. and I was talking to Mark from Westlife, and mm-hmm. he talks about having to to basically play the straight card, and and all the interviews he did over the years talking about the girls that he fancied, oh, and yeah. but it was it was kind of sad because. This is like going through some of the most exciting things in your life and the place you get to go to and not being the real him. And he said once he like locked his, himself in a hotel for like five days because he just was tired of pretending. Yeah. And is it sad sometimes to look back and go, I should have been so much happier from what I was experiencing and I didn't get to do that?
0: Yeah. I mean, it is ironic that, yeah, it is the best times of your life. And yet looking back, there's, I mean, it, it was an incredible experience. Mm. But then there is the other half that no one else got to see, and it was a loneliness. Like mm. you were so lonely. And you're probably uh,
1: surrounded by lots of people. Oh my gosh, you felt all, all the
0: time. And, and, you know, and unfortunately at the time, because I didn't want to, I wanted an excuse not to be dating someone. So I really kind of turned to drinking a lot, mm. right? And as, so when I was young, like I drank so much just so that I could not have to deal with the, my personal life. Uh, but when we would have a couple of days off, it was really sad because, you know, the other guys would go to their girlfriends, they go on vacation and I would just go home and just be by myself, you know, and it was yeah, it was just very lonely.
1: I think there'll be a lot of people listening to this podcast who will relate to that, right. even not within the entertainment oh, of industry. There's yeah. a lot of people who feel feel lonely, mm-hmm. even though they seem like they're surrounded by lots of people. Yeah. And I think it's so important to to be brave and 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 accept who you are and talk about who you are. Do you feel society is much more open now or is there still a lot to to do with acceptance?
0: Uh, I mean, it's so much more open these days. I mean, I came out, I was 2007. Mm -hmm. So just in that little window of time... It has been insane the acceptance. <laughs> you know, when I came out, I was on the cover of People magazine. I mean, it that's was the be- such Lance, a big if you've
1: deal. you got to come out. That's <laughs> no. the way to do
0: it. <laughs> you know, big and proud fireworks. <laughs> uh, but you know, it was such a big deal then. And you know, to me, it was a career killer. Uh, everyone was saying, like, if you come out, sorry, you're like, you will not work ever.
1: Were you told that? Oh
0: yeah. Oh, for years. And the sad thing is, it was true. Um, I lost everything. Like, right when I came out, the I was working, you know, I had a sitcom, yeah. all that. Everything was canceled. Everything was canceled because all the executives came to me and said, Lance, you know, we love you, but no one's going to look past that you're gay now. Mm-hmm. And it just killed me because it confirmed what everyone was telling me. They're like, if you come out, your career will end as you know it. Mm-hmm. And so you had to reinvent yourself. But I would do it all. I mean, there's no, I would have come out earlier if I could have, mm-hmm. because The happiness that I have now compared to what it was, I mean, there's no uh, there's no way that I want to feel that again. It's still a tough world to live in these days. And sometimes you feel like you're going backwards because of what's happening in politics right now, Mm. both here and (laughs) in America. But I think uh, I think because I think because everyone was so positive and the LGBT community was finally getting so much acceptance that the pendulum did swing The conservative way for so long. Mm -hmm. But now, because it has gotten so bad, I think it's going to swing even further the other way into major acceptance. So, you know, we do live in a much better time. It might not feel like it, but it is so much easier to be yourself.
1: I think as well through storytelling, through things like you telling your story through podcasts. Mm -hmm. I know that's really helped me. Um, A lot of different guests have talked about when they hear someone they really look up to talking about going through mental health issues right. or going through uncertainty with career choices mm-hmm. that it kind of makes you think, oh, everyone's human. We all right. go through shit. Yay. Yeah. One of the podcasts that you've put down on your recommendations list is a podcast I've actually, it's actually one of the first podcasts I subscribed to, which was Unqualified with oh, Anna yes. Faris. Which uh, is uh-huh. basically giving your unqualified uh, relationship so, advice to it's people. It's so
0: brilliant. So the way Unqualified, you know, happened, uh, so Anna used to come on my your Sirius XM show all the time, and and she was sitting there. She's like, "Wow, this is so fun! I, I'd love to do my own show." I'm like, "You need to start your own show." Not thinking podcast world, but I was like, "You need to come on do your own show." So she would come on and and kind of practice on on my show, and then they created Unqualified, where they give unqualified love advice for people, and it is so fun because it's it's amazing to be able to just relate to just anyone out there Mm because everyone, especially when it comes to relationships, can relate to what, you know, others have gone through. So hearing the unqualified advice from someone that has no idea what they're talking about, you know, it's... (laughs) It's just fun.
1: But that it's kind of real life because I know for me, I get most of my advice from my mates mm-hmm. and sometimes the advice is shocking. You know, yeah. I'm like, really? You uh, think I should just dump him and not even give him a chance? Yeah, just right. dump him straight away. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what I love as well about Anna's one is like you actually talk to people on the phone, like people who've come in, like who've just mm-hmm. contacted the, the show. Oh, yeah. Um, and I remember, I think you've have you done a few shows now. I've uh, done,
0: I think, probably three of them. Yeah. yeah. And there was
1: one where a girl... Um, she called up she was in a platonic relationship with this guy but he had a girlfriend it was kind of like a jealousy issue and I think you came out with oh you just need to like bone each other do you know like sort it out
0: I see I have great advice (laughs) Uh, yeah I mean just join it all in see what happens you know throuples are an an in thing right now
1: (laughs) but do you find like shows like that I know it's fun and we're laughing about it but I really think it's it's great for so many people to listen to that, and and as much as we joke mm-hmm. about it, there's a lot of people in similar situations that
0: well, every single course. one of those callers. are And like, everyone's afraid to really talk about it, so sometimes it's easier just to call into a show to someone that you don't even know. Yeah, <laughs> you know uh, that's why you know I was just working with the Trevor Project. I don't know you know what that Tell is, us but about it's, that. A, it's a suicide prevention hotline, you yeah. know, for the LGBT community. And you know, it's it's amazing to have outlets like that because you don't. Sometimes you just can't talk to your family, you can't talk to your friends, you want to anonymously talk to someone about it. And that's why lines like that are just incredible, because it saves people's lives in the end, when Mm -hmm. they're able to be able to talk about things that they've really buried deep in themselves
1: this podcast that we're talking about um, Unqualified with Anna Faris it was started in 2015 Um, Anna has now published a book with the same name a combination of part memoir and part humorous I think as well when you're in the public eye and I look at a lot of her guests she had like RuPaul she's had Busy Phillips recently even Anna herself she's had a relationship in the public eye Mm -hmm. and when it comes to doing interviews you're always guarded to talk about yourself but for some reason, on podcasts, people just are open. No,
0: it's this, the microphone, it just, the truth comes out. Yeah. And uh, that's why I think this is the best medium ever, because you get so relaxed and talking. You get too
1: relaxed. Have you ever given away too much time? Of
0: course. I give away too much all the time. I get in so much trouble. because Your husband's
1: like, shut up. I know.
0: Well, I mean, I'm just, I think it's because I kept so much in in my life for so long That now I'm just an open book, but I think sometimes I'm a little too open of a book Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I just don't want to hide anything anymore. And there's a lot of times where, you know, I might know a secret from a celebrity. And then on the radio, as I'm, you know, just talking, I forget that it's a secret and I might let it slip out a little bit. So, um, yeah, sometimes I get in trouble.
1: With Anna's podcast, she's, I think she has like 200 episodes.
0: Probably, yeah. Although
1: you're going to catch up on that quite quickly with this daily daily one. I'm like
0: already at episode 40 (laughs) or something, it's crazy.
1: So that was Anna's one. She, as I said, she is turning it into a book. I feel like with a lot of podcasts, sometimes. Because they're so big right now, uh, like we're going to talk about Dirty John in a little while. But start out as a podcast becomes a TV show. Start as yeah. a podcast becomes a book. Yeah. Is this the new way of doing things? It used to be a oh. book, then becomes a no, film. No,
0: it's the best way because you know I also I produce television and film. Yeah, and as a producer, it is so. Great, because you get the best ideas from podcasts, which, again, get turned into books, which mm. get turned into films or television shows. So it's a great way to be kind of one of the first to get onto a project. Mm-hmm. One of those projects, which I desperately tried to get the rights to right as I heard the podcast, was S-Town. I don't yeah. know if you've Did ever... you
1: try? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, I'm gonna... That's one of your suggestions here. Let's uh, move
0: on to my... that one. S-Town is just brilliant. Mm-hmm. It, I love storytelling like that. Um, the character, you know, the lead guy in S-Town was just... uh, his
1: his his voice on the phone, his accent.
0: What a a great character. So I knew, I'm like, this will be an amazing TV show or film. We tried getting the rights. It was snatched up in like two seconds. So, but that one was just, I I love the storytelling Mm -hmm. of podcasts like that.
1: Um, for those who don't know, S Town or Shit Town, um, yes. it is a podcast from Serial and This American Life. It's hosted by Brian Reed, who he's just got that voice that you trust. Mm-hmm. You know, and everything mm-hmm. you do, you're kind of following him on his journey. Yep. Basically, it's about this man named John who we talk about, who despises his Alabama town, decides to do something about it, and it's just it kind of starts off the very. Not going to give too much away, um, but it starts off. Talking about this clockmaker. It's mm-hmm. a very, very start of S Town. Like,
0: like master clockmaker. Master clockmaker.
1: And, yeah. mm-hmm. and how, if a clock breaks down because it's so old, you kind of have to go back and find well, was it try, Did someone try to fix it? That was fixed the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And you kind of go back through it. And then suddenly it goes like a murder. It's yeah. a murder. And suddenly you realize, actually, this is a murder story. Yeah. This is not about a clock. Uh, and it just sucks you straight in. It does.
3: John? Hello. Hi, it's Brian. Hi. Hey. Here we are. This is happening.
2: <laughs> it's all that, that awkward moment of silence when you realize after about a year it finally happened.
3: When I make this call, it's been a year since John first emailed. We'd written back and forth a couple times over the months, but we never talked until one day he sent me a message, and this time it had a link to a news report. The news story was about a sergeant with the Bibb County Sheriff's Department. Bibb County is where John lives who'd been indicted for pulling women over and forcing them into sexual acts, both on the side of the road and back at the station. Another guy allegedly helped cover up this abuse. I thought, if corruption like this existed in the Bibb County Sheriff's Department, then maybe the other rumor John had written to me about could also be true. Then maybe it was possible a murder had happened, and had then been covered up. So, finally, I get him on the phone, and we talk for a while.
2: Yeah, you know, I, my life is kind of a, a nut house, because I take care of my mom that has Alzheimer's, and we're in about our seventh or eighth year of that. So sorry about the other day when you tried to call and all hell and busted loose.
3: No, I'm and, sorry. You or, have to deal with that. I'm sorry.
2: And of course, losing the dog the other week that didn't help. You know, I take in strays, which shouldn't surprise you, you know, considering where I live, you shouldn't be the least bit surprised that these people out right here just dump their dogs out on the side of the road. At one time, I've had as many as twenty one I got fourteen now, well, thirteen, yeah, so that was that was really hard because that was an old dog and a good dog. but yeah, that's another one of my projects that I take on. I'm sort of the local humane society.
0: For me, I grew up in Mississippi right next door. So I really related to this shit town <laughs> <laughs> um, because I came from a place just like it. Yes. Um, so in listening to this, I could really relate, you know, to this guy. And, and I knew I knew people in my town that were just like him. Um, and so it just I don't know. I just maybe that's why I fell in love with it more than most people, just mm-hmm. because I just it, I just really related to this little town.
1: Where, do Where did you listen to podcasts? Where would did you listen to S Town? Did you listen? Did you binge listen to it? Or? Uh, I
0: did S Town. I got um, so I used to do a show on NBC called the Meredith Vieira Show, yeah. and uh, that's when I started getting into podcasts. Uh, and so S Town was suggested to me, and so I would have like an hour and a half break in between shows every day, and I'd go to the NBC gym, and I would work out, and I'd get on the treadmill or whatever, and I would listen to an episode of S Town every you know every day for however long it took me.
1: Did you find sometimes because it's in your ears and it's in your head? I think when I listen to I actually when I listen to Serial, which is mm-hmm. connected to S Town, it's another series. Sometimes like I'm so in it that I'm not aware of people around me. Oh, yeah. So if I'm like going for a run and like I'm I like I'm like in it. If someone's like, Hey, Lord if you're my talking
0: na- to yourself too. I'm, like, I'm talking
1: to myself <laughs> or my neighbor like waves at me and I'm like, Oh my god, <laughs> my heart's jumping because I'm too mm-hmm. I'm too in it. Oh,
0: I'll do it. I'll be on you know the treadmill and I'm so used to you know watching television or whatever. My husband next to me and I'm always yeah. coming I'm like, Oh my gosh, can you? believe this even when he's not near me i you know i just blurt yeah. out stuff I'm like and it's so embarrassing You're That guy. At the oh gym. yeah but i do that at the gym too i'll be on the treadmill and i'm listening to the you know podcast and i'll just you know to the right of me be like oh my god can you believe that i'm like oh yeah they can't hear me or know what i'm talking about right now
1: it's hard to believe. It's 16 million downloads in the first week of really? which is incredible wow. um you didn't get the right sadly it is being yeah. made into a movie who do you think could be good to play john
0: Dallas Roberts. I don't
1: recognize that name, but I, I know him
0: from... It, the yeah, so, yeah, Dallas Roberts, it's it's that actor that you're like, oh, yeah, the guy in everything, but I just can't remember his remember name. His but, name. He can,
1: but he can play everything. I think he
0: would be perfect for John. Mm-hmm.
1: When you read something, you have this image in your head. Mm-hmm. For me, I don't know what the real John looks like.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know if anyone can live up to what I've created in my head. Well, okay, the what have you created? I
0: want to describe John. <laughs> I can't
1: even... Okay, John is... I think he's a small man with a big character. Do you know mm, one of those yeah. people? Um, in my head, he's about like 70, but I think he's quite young, actually. I don't think he's that
0: old. No, yeah.
1: um, but I know the way he talks is like he's lived life. Uh-huh. Um, he's
0: an old soul, for he's sure. He's an
1: old soul. I'm almost thinking he's like a character that you'd find in like Lord of the Rings.
0: hmm well, it's he's in a he's a glutton for punishment too because at any time he could have left this S town.
1: Oh no, he loves this. You know, but he's he that just, gossiper who just wants yes, to stay in the but town. He, and talk he secretly about it. just
0: loved it, and he loved yeah. being a thorn in people's side.
1: Yeah, with them um, shows like this, because I don't know, it's serial. I end up getting quite obsessed with the story. I remember there was um, another podcast that was recommended you might like. It's called um, The Last Days of August, if you like that kind of crime. I became so obsessed with the story after the podcast ran out, I needed to find out more. So I was like Googling. I was like, what are they doing now? Where are they now? Well,
0: that's how I was with one of the serial podcasts with um, Ednan. I don't know if you heard that murder case. uh, What was that one? A high school student uh, kills his girlfriend. And and it's still going on. I mean, they're still in court. Today, and it's been years. um, But you are confused on if he did it or not, because I mean, without, you know, if if you're going to make someone guilty without a shadow of a doubt, I couldn't if I was a juror, I would have to say I'd have to find him not guilty because there was just so many things that just did not add up. I, th- Weird.
1: I think why uh, S10 and, and these uh, podcasts do so well because it kind of puts the audience in the position of the juror. For mm-hmm. you're given all the they, they don't tell you what to think, yeah. which I like. They give you all the information, right. and that's what you go with. Mm-hmm. Um, have you recommended S10 to many people? Is oh, that are you that person who yes. recommends to mates? Yes.
0: You know, because now you know people are just now. Understanding what podcast is, it's been around for so long, but now my mom it is,
1: still hasn't listened to my podcast. I know, yeah. I'm like, hit the link, Carmel. Just oh click my it. God.
0: See, my mom listens to every show. It's the way that she knows what's going on. I need in my your life. mom in my life. <laughs> yeah, but, but you know, and it's kind of sometimes not good that I know my mom's listening because then sometimes you edit yourself. It, Do you have, yes. you, have you
1: have you or have you ever said something going, "Oh my God, my mom's going to know I said this"? Yeah,
0: well, not that. I mean, yes, there. I mean, my mom knows everything at this point because yeah. again, my life.
3: Plushcare.com slash weight loss.
0: Life is such an open book, and she's very conservative, you know, Southern Baptist woman. Um, but, you know, and I've, I've lived life, and I'm not afraid, you know, to talk about it.
1: Lance, life is for living. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But, uh, you know, me cursing or saying a bad word, still my mom cringes. She's like, well, I mean, do you have to say that word? <laughs> like, yes. So I do edit the cursing out a lot on my show.
1: It doesn't matter how old you are, you're always a <laughs> always, child. I know. I'll still get it if i have wearing something on TV, my mom's like, oh, it's good, but uh-huh. did you not have anything else that, that a... you could have worn? Oh, like, my mom's Ooh. always like,
0: mm, you need to put a little more blonde in your hair. <laughs> you're, you're too fair to have dark hair. I mean, I'm like, okay, mom. It's like, you need a little sun. Yeah.
1: I love it. That's what we all should have. Like, you know what I like, honesty? Because mm-hmm. your family don't lie to you. No, no. They will tell you the truth. Oh, no. Another podcast that was made into a TV series. I know we took S-Times onto a movie. Dirty John. Oh, yeah. was launched in 2017, but that was huge. Like I remember just reading about that in the paper uh-huh. because, I mean, I don't want to really give too much away, but yeah. the story I mean, it's crazy.
0: And it's, it's, it's insane that there's so many real stories like this that happen all the time. Can I make up real life? I mean, these con men that, you know, come in and just how they have... You know, you hear the ones that have four different family units around the country. Like, mm. how do you, how do you keep that straight? That is a, a pathological, just person. I
1: can't even do like one person's life at the moment. Uh, how do have, you have three, you know, or four? I lives? dated
0: someone that I lived with yeah. for you know two years and found out they were dating three other people and had three other, like, full-on relationships as we were living together.
1: How does one have the time? I
0: have no idea.
1: I had, not going to name any names, but one of my friends was dating a guy who we loved. They were about to move in together Mm -hmm. and we were all out for dinner with these other friends and then we were both talking about our friend's boyfriend and one of the girls lived in LA. We live in London and I, you know, talking about my friend's boyfriend who's great and works in the music industry and she's talking about her friend's boyfriend and then we realized both the boyfriends were the same people, no. but the friends were different.
0: How do they think they can get away with especially now? I mean, maybe, you know, when there was no cell phones and social media, you could get away with a lot. But now everyone's taking pictures, everyone's sharing information. You can't get away with anything.
1: Dory, tell me a little bit about Dirty John without giving away mm-hmm. too much. You can give well, away. People yeah, know a I bit mean, this,
0: Uh this. Guy, well, I don't want to give too much away. So John, you know, meets this woman. They get married. He, um, She has a daughter that does not trust him at all. And That's
1: kind of normal. A lot of daughters don't trust the new right. man coming in.
0: Well, uh, she ended up being right because, again, I don't want to give too much away, but uh, she ends up doing something to him. <laughs>
1: uh, and it became such a, a huge popular show. Mm-hmm. Do you think from watching this is what kind of made you want to buy S-Town?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, actually. Was that before? I, it was before. I got really? to S-Town before I listened to Dirty Jean, yeah. Uh-huh. But I, but those those are the type of podcasts I love. I love storytelling. I'm mm-hmm. such a storyteller myself that it just fascinates me. And one thing that I had to relearn as a podcast listener now is I had to relearn how to listen. I think we all kind of forgot how to just focus and listen because we're so distracted on our phone. Um, The first couple of podcasts or books that I would listen to, I would go about an hour into it and realize I didn't hear anything that was just said because I was looking at something, my mind was somewhere else. So really... Help me relearn how to listen, which is great for someone that does a lot of interviews because that's what it's all about, is listening to the other person. So I had to retrain myself.
1: Do you think it affects what else you're doing? Because for me, I will never sit and listen to a podcast and do nothing else. Mm-hmm. I'm normally going for a run, right. walking the dog,
0: mm-hmm.
1: cooking. Yeah. Um, do you, would you ever just sit and listen to a podcast?
0: No, I can't do that. I, I mean, if it's, I can't listen to a podcast and, you know, check my emails and all that. If I'm reading something else, there's no way I'm listening. Mm-hmm. But yes, the gym is my favorite place to do it because if I'm on, you know, a treadmill, an hour will fly by and it feels like two minutes mm-hmm. listening. If you're just so into a podcast, you just, you don't want it to end and it, it keeps you in the gym longer. I think it's connecting
1: the physicality to the mental aspect of it as well. Mm-hmm. I I'm not a gym bunny, but I don't mind a little run. And I remember training just to do like a half marathon, and I was listening to songs, and each song was three minutes. So I'd be like, okay, I've listened to three songs. Yeah. Oh Jesus, I've only been running for nine I minutes.
0: Know. I do, I do that same thing. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, oh my
1: god, I've listened to an album, and I'm still I'm still running. But podcasts, because mm-hmm. some of them are four
0: hours long. Some oh, yeah. podcasts. Mm-hmm.
1: I just feel time. It just really helps time go. So if you're not really a gym person. Yeah. Podcast could save your life.
0: It really does. Yeah. Literally, will save your life.
1: Big yeah. time. Now, not to be worried about you, but mm-hmm. another one that you picked was my favorite murder. I'm sensing I know, a, a I know. dark is there a theme here. here?
0: <laughs> Everyone's into murder. I don't know why. You know, my assistant Lisa. She we call her giggles on my show. She's the one who really got me into all of this. You know, the, the murder scene, especially with podcasts and television shows. Um, but it is fascinating because I don't know. Maybe I watch it just so that. I'm more aware of my surroundings and see (laughs) it. Of potential killers. I can like recognize, like, nope, I know this, I know this type of person. Do you think
1: it's made you more uneasy as a person?
0: No, not really. Not really. But it does make me more aware. Yeah. I don't trust as much as I used to trust.
1: And yet you're in a soundproof booth with just me and you've never met me before that. we are. (laughs) My favorite murder. Uh, what I really like about this, and this is a new one for me, mm-hmm. is kind of sometimes finding the humor right. in the darkest points. Because this is a true crime comedy podcast.
0: Right. And that's why I love these girls. They uh... So
1: tell me about the girls. So it's it's Karen and it's Georgia. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Um, they're fun. They just came out with a book, which I just started. And it's, it's great. The way that they write is so funny. Because one of them is actually uh, a comedy writer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget what show she does in America. Um, but she uh, is just... Incredible to listen to and also to read. And with such a heavy subject of murder and serial killers, they do it in such a funny way that you you need that laugh. You need that chuckle to kind of like, whew, relief, you know, the stress a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm. Is there any particular murder that you that kind of... St- jumped out at you that you particularly like? What's your uh, favorite type of murder? My favorite would it murder be talk. be poison? Would it be stabbing? What would you like?
0: Nothing beats a good Ted Bundy talk with these girls. Mm. And they do it so well. So mm. if you don't know much about Ted Bundy or you're just a Ted Bundy freak, this will be one of the best podcast listens you've ever heard.
1: I don't know if you knew this, but the actual the two girls, they met at a Halloween party back in 2014. Mm-hmm, yeah, uh, And basically, Karen was describing a brutal accident she had oh, witnessed. Yeah. Oh, they wouldn't um, stop
0: talking about murder. yeah. They just kept talking <laughs> yeah. about it.
1: She was talking about this drunk driver who was plowed into a crowd of people at this media conference and festival in South by Southwest. I mean, mm-hmm. terrible, devastating story. But she was so into talking about it that then um, Georgia went up to her. And it was like, this is really interesting. And all they did was talk about murder all night. Mm-hmm. And then they thought, let's do a podcast. Out yeah, of this. well,
0: they would meet up for coffee and they would literally just go to get coffee and just to talk about murder. <laughs> and then they were eventually like, well, why don't we just do this as a podcast? This is fun.
1: Why do we like murder so much, Lance?
0: Um, because we feel better about ourselves when you look at other people's tragedy. I mean, yeah. that's just that's well, that's why tabloids are huge. And we love celebrity gossip because... You just feel a little better about yourself when someone else is going through something bad, Isn't that sad. <laughs> it, do
1: you know, I wasn't going to look at it that way, but it is kind of yeah, sad. Yeah, yeah,
0: but you know, it just yeah, makes you feel better about yourself. It's like at least I'm not going through that. I thought I'm my still life is crap, but at least I'm alive.
1: When you do podcasts or radio, do you do do you do that thing where you just it looks like it feels like you're only talking to one person? Oh yeah,
0: does oh that definitely. Help? Oh, it does. Yeah, 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 and I do. I, I do feel like I'm talking to that one person out there that is just sitting with me and my friends. Um, it's it's a it's a warm feeling, which I love.
1: Yeah, it is. It is a warm mm-hmm. feeling. I'm gonna end on this. Is your final recommendation. We're we already done. Oh, man. oh no, don't worry. We still we still have. Te- I've got I've okay. got the ten uh, minutes mark. Okay, I okay, know good. we've been talking for forty minutes.
0: I love. Well, we can talk. <laughs> I wonder why we have podcasts. Yeah, no, That's weird, isn't it?
1: <laughs> this is new. This is quite new, but already went to number one of on the Apple US charts, mm-hmm. which is. So sibling Revelry with yeah. uh, Oliver and Kate Hudson. Right. And like this is what I love about podcasts. Like people like like you, people like Kate Hudson that sometimes like in the past have been told don't talk too much about your personal right, life. Right. You know, mm-hmm. you kinda keep it about your work and whatever you're promoting. Mm-hmm. Being so open and honest, and um, this is with her brother Oliver. And tell us a little bit about it.
0: Yeah, so uh, Kate and Oliver, their brother sister, you know Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell, (laughs) you know parents. I Um, I
1: just imagine Goldie Hawn was your mom. uh, Imagine that was your mother.
0: Goldie Hawn's the best. She's
1: know how to listen to a podcast.
0: Best. She she, uh, Goldie's actually going to be doing a podcast also. Stop. Yeah. What's
1: the What's the? I don't know. It's going to be on
0: on our network. So. Kate and Oliver are on my network, mm-hmm. Cloud 10. I think Goldie's going to do one. We have Alyssa Milano. A um, lot of great ones coming out this year. And I think we might have been the first to launch from this network. That's so exciting. Uh, but it's great. You know, it's this sibling show that they just, you know, it's it's funny. They just talk about their relationship and they always bring on a, a celebrity guest with their brother or sister. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's just, it's, it's so relatable, obviously, if you have a, a sibling, you know, yeah. that you have sometimes not a great relationship with, and, you know, some that are great. Um But it's fun to see the dynamics between the siblings.
1: They had an episode... They've only got a few episodes out because, as I said, it's quite new, and it was Chelsea Handler and her mm-hmm. sister Shoshana. And I think within the first five minutes, I could feel the tears coming down my face because Chelsea's obviously hilarious, mm-hmm. but um, they were speaking about... She had a brother who passed away right. and then had the sister... And I've got a brother. And um, obviously Kate has a brother, and I... She was talking about how she felt that he he died because he was abandoning her. She had this abandonment issue that she never dealt with. Yeah. And I think seeing someone like that that people will know and recognize in the public eye, that what we were talking about early on, just talking about something that's so hard to talk about, but yeah. yet affects so many people.
0: Exactly. And that's what people need to hear, you know, especially when you talk about mental health. You know, everyone's talking about, oh, we don't talk about it that much. Everyone's so afraid and embarrassed to talk about mm. it. But I bring it up so many times on my podcast because I know people out there need to hear that. They need to know that there is no stigma anymore about talking about, you know, serious subjects like that.
1: Mm. With um, the podcast, Oliver and Kate, I am I love the dynamics. I'm totally seeing a difference. So I've interviewed mm-hmm. Kate before for her films, mm-hmm. but um, he's the big brother. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, their dynamic's great. And, you know, people have a preconceived notion of Kate. Um, yeah. You know, tabloids, of course, will you know put, her, put paint a picture of whoever they want, you know, yeah. out there.
3: Pretty and,
1: blonde. Let's say, yeah, what we want. and and
0: kind of almost cold. They paint her cold sometimes, but she is the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, she's an incredible girl, and uh, and I love Oliver. I just think he's such a, a, a great man, and uh, and I, I just love listening to them together. I mean, it's when you put someone that knows each other so well, like best friends, brother, sister. It's magic, like because mm-hmm. I mean those. I mean it's it's this honesty that comes out that no one else could be able to to bring out because you know each other so intimately
1: from listening to that do you have any kind of does it bring anything about your childhood or any because like the one thing about your family are like sometimes I hated my brothers uh, do you know what I mean because they're a lot younger than me mm-hmm. and you know they'd like steal your stuff or oh, yeah. and you're like I can't get rid of them like yeah. they're with me for life <laughs> no matter what happens I'm stuck uh, with them
0: yeah my sister and I went through um, so when we were kids you know we were really close but then when we got you know closer to high school she hated me for some reason like I was the little brother that you know she just was so annoyed with so we went through a few years where we just like hated each other and then you know when we became adults now we're you know love each other again and I couldn't imagine thinking negatively of my sister it's funny how everyone changes Mm -hmm. and now my sister you know my sister was kind of like the hellion in high school like she was the one that drank and all I mean she was so bad Uh, And now she's Miss Goody Goody with kids. Is she younger
1: or older than you? She's
0: three years older than me. Okay. She's the big sis. Yeah, she's the big sister, But she's completely done a 180 from high school to what she is now.
1: How did she cope with having a brother in sync? Because all her friends must have just mm-hmm. wanted like a bit of you or a oh, bit. Oh, I'm, of what I'm you were sure doing. it was
0: annoying. Yeah, to her.
1: <laughs> like everyone else thinks it's great, and she's like, Ugh. yeah.
0: I mean, I'm sure. I mean, it, I'm sure it was very annoying. You know, the when you go through something like that, your family also goes through it, and so the good times, the bad times, it's it's all there. And yes, we had incredible times, but. One of the negative things about, you know, being a family member of mine is, especially when I came out and, you know, I'm from Mississippi, so mm. it's still very taboo. And, you know, people think, you know, basically when I came out, my family would hear things like if they go to the grocery store, someone in the checkout line would be like, you know, I'm so sorry. I'm and They would apologize, you know, to them because it, it and my mom was like, it felt like you died, like people thought you died or something. But it was just so annoying to uh, To hear that your family has to deal with that kind of you know mm-hmm. uh, I don't know those those people that just I don't know are just horrible <laughs> so you know it's I hate that my family has to deal with that type of stuff but you know they're big people and they I think get through it
1: a lot of people that comes from narrow mindedness and I yeah. think sometimes a lot of especially small towns I, mm-hmm. I know myself even from moving from Ireland to living in London London's so many different people there's so many different cultures yeah. when you're immersed in in, in different lifestyles and different communities, then you become open to them. Yeah. But if you don't see us, right. you don't know about it, which is why talking about things like you being so open about about yourself and your yeah. lifestyle and other people on podcasts, when we see us, we kind of get rid of the narrow-mindedness because we show us.
0: Yeah, it's very true. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I love that, that, you know, when I grew up in a little small town, you never even looked outside your town. Even the city next to you had no idea what was going on. Now that we're all connected through social media and podcasts and we're telling each other stories, people are now more aware of the world. And that's what we should be you know, striving for is to be able to relate to someone that you know lives in Indonesia and uh although you're have such different lives, you have you you're human, you know, and and you have those same relationship type you know <laughs> troubles and uh mm. and it's just nice to be able to, you know, just be aware of other cultures. And I think that's just so important.
1: Who would be your dream guest on your
0: Ooh, podcast? dream Um dream guest. Wow. Well if she was alive, Lucille Ball, that would have been. She's
1: your fave, the best. I love Lucy.
0: Uh, but right now, you know, I we kind of are a politics-free show because <laughs> I wanted to create a show that every day you could just have an hour of just peace. Because we're all just really wrapped into what we are, you know, especially politics. We we listen to what we listen to and it's frustrating us.
1: And there's a fear. There's a constant fear. Yeah. I know living in London with Brexit, there's so much uncertainty. It's,
0: it's, it's you know, it's, what, it's, it's sad. Happen? But, you know, there's nothing I can say that's going to convince anyone of anything at this point. Yeah. So I just wanted a nice let's just be political free for just an hour. Let's relax and just have a positive, you know, even with entertainment, I just go to the positive things of yeah. entertainment. I never do gossip or anything like that. I just want to show the good side of entertainment.
2: You know, through Justin's vocal coach, we get this call saying, Hey, um, you know, I also work with this kid in Mississippi and uh, he might be good for the part. And we're like, Oh, great Mississippi. <laughs> and then you show up and it was like, hi y'all, man, it's so nice to meet you. I just got off of my tractor and uh, I've, I've been shucking some corn all day and I can't, and I'm like, oh geez, whatever. And you went in the room and started singing and Justin and I had our ears up again. I don't know if we ever told you this, no. but we had our ears up against the door and Robin was playing the notes. And the lower you got, Justin and I were, like, high-fiving each other, like, hugging each other, like, almost screaming like little girls. We're like, we got our base.
0: Yes. Thank you, puberty. Yay. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so you're not going to say Trump is your, your dream guest? No, Trump is not <laughs> my dream
0: guest. But uh, we are coming up. I said we're not going to be a political, but we are going to have some presidential candidates come on my show. Really? Yeah. and uh, And I couldn't turn it down no. because, I mean— I was like, okay, if they offered to come on my show, then of course I'm going to interview them. Yeah. But what's great is um, the way that I go about it is so, you know, coming up, we're going to have, you know, Amy Klobuchar okay. and hopefully Elizabeth Warren and some really great candidates, you mm-hmm. know, coming up. And the way that I want to interview them on my show is we all know their platforms, we all know what their, your, you know, their stump speech is. On my show, I want to get to know them. Better and deeper, I want to know what they think of pop culture. you know I want to show the human side of these people, mm-hmm. and then uh, my assistant Giggles, who's on the show, um, she does great interviews because she she talks just like the normal person, you know mm-hmm. the average person that doesn't understand like what like stop talking to me like you know i, I you know they like, so political, like yeah, just yes, yeah. explain it to me in just normal terms, yeah. so she's gonna lead a lot of these interviews, and just you know when we talk about healthcare. They're going to have to explain it just like you're you know, talking to a third grader. Like, OK, explain it to me in layman terms what is going on.
1: Do you think a lot of candidates and politicians, even in the UK, they're, I suppose they're trying to reach out to the younger generations, mm-hmm. doing things like a podcast. Right. It's important. Do, do you think there's going to be a lot more kind of older politicians trying to get on the pod, podcast bandwagon oh, and sure. connect with I suppose the younger generation,
0: uh, you have to because now this younger generation,
1: not even that young, but like yeah right,
0: but I mean, the millennials now, yeah. they are they have most of the vote now,
1: yeah, and
0: they don't they don't really realize their power yet. These Old young people, people are people. gonna die uh, they are they're they're a dying breed <laughs> literally., uh, but there are more young voters now, and they can control who gets in that office, but I think most of them don't understand their power., mm-hmm. um, and I know these politicians, are always trying to get that young vote. Mm. Um, and so they're going to have to go into podcasts in this world where, where the kids are.
1: I feel as well, you talked about it, like a lot with, with the news and news outlets, mm-hmm. um, particularly for a lot of my friends, people kind of think the news, it's bad. It's not for me. It's not aimed at me. Mm-hmm. Politics is not aimed at me. It's just a very specific group of people, well-educated people. It's yeah. not, I said, it's not given in layman's terms. Yeah, it's
0: above my head. I don't yeah.
1: know. Yeah. Um trying to do something like this i just think it's brilliant I, and i also think i kind of want to know what people think about madonna like yeah. making people spend loads of money for because a show here's the
0: thing i i wouldn't trust a politician if they didn't like Britney spears <laughs> right i mean it's just like when you if if a politician's like oh i don't who i don't have never heard what about of, a politician
1: I'm, who likes kanye west Ooh. yeah well yeah
0: <laughs> but i mean if if someone was like oh i've never heard a dolly parton song i'm like well i just don't trust that you can relate to the rest of the world A politician (laughs) who doesn't like music. (laughs) I mean, you never know. So it really reveals, you know, the type of – just like, you know, uh, when Clinton, you know, said that he, you know, he smoked marijuana and everyone was like, oh, I'm like, well, I don't trust anyone that says they haven't tried pot. I mean, come on. Then then you're, you're just lying to me then, you know.
1: You have so many different strings to your boat. This podcast, um, The Daily Popcast, uh, you can get it on... Tell me about where you can get it. You can get it from Anywhere. Spotify, yeah, it's, iTunes. It's
0: wherever podcasts are. Um, you can find us, The Daily Popcast.
1: Um, you're also acting as always. Are you going to go back singing?
0: Um, I mean, I don't have any plans. Would you like to? Uh, if I did singing, it would be within Sync for sure. Uh, you know, I Everyone, love...
1: Everyone's getting back together these I days. Know, right? I know, right? I know, we're the only girls, band that has it. We've had the... We've had the we've had, Westlife uh, recently over in yeah. this side of the water. Well, it was fun.
0: You know, we, we got to play Coachella last year, which was, you know, unexpected. You know, Ariana Grande just said, hey, would you join me on the main stage with Coachella? And of course, you can't say no to Ariana Grande. So much fun. We had not done, we did Tear into My Heart, which we have not performed since like '99. <laughs> So uh with that original choreography. Yeah. Uh so it was so much fun. So those to give you a
1: taste for it again.
0: Of course. I mean I, I just I love hitting the stage with those guys. Mm-hmm. You know, that I feel like that's what I was built for.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know,
0: I'm a bass singer and I just loved being in a in a harmony group like mm-hmm. that. And I and I miss singing. But uh Television and film have me um, by the balls right now. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, I, I'm i just very creative. I love writing and I love creating and producing film and television. And that's just where my love is right now.
1: It's been an absolute pleasure talking oh, to you. I really nice enjoyed it. I can't believe it's like time's up now. But oh. Lance, honestly, I really, really enjoyed it. So thank you very well, much. Thanks Lance for having me. Thank you. And that's it another episode down as we delve deep into my guest's audio world. I hope you get cast away by today's top podcast picks. Yeah, I just said that, sorry. All of the podcasts we've mentioned today are included in the episode's show notes. Now, if you love this conversation as much as I did, please share your thoughts by leaving a review. And if you'd like to receive weekly installments of Cast Away delivered straight to your phone, hit the subscribe button. Until next time, that's it from me. Take care.